Well, good morning, Kings. Uh, Tom here again. Um, what a joy and a privilege to be able to um, just take Psalm 23, which is where we're at today. And uh, I'm actually going to do it in at least a couple of chunks because this really is um, kind of one of the real crown jewels of the Psalms. It's It would be a crime to hurry it. Um, so, Welcome to my cabin, and uh, let's pray, shall we, before we uh, we dive into um, our morning devotion. Heavenly Father, what a joy just to be able to rest and know that you are so competent in running the universe and running our lives, and just being the ever-present friend who we so desperately need. We we confess our weakness, we confess our need. We um, deliberately choose to say, let your kingdom come and your will be done, not ours. Lord, we thank you that your kingdom is so beautiful and so life-giving. Your will is exquisite and it's just genius. It's so much more preferable to um, the attempts we make to try and run our own lives. So we come just open-hearted this morning rejoicing that you are with us you are on the throne and just let your word be a lamp unto our feet this morning amen well uh, let's make a few comments on this exquisite ancient text that is just it's almost heady in its um in its richness oh also by the way before i forget dallas willard has written a whole book on this psalm called Life Without Lack, and it is beautiful, stunning insight. So uh, I, I really do recommend that. Um, I think it might be in the bookshop, actually, uh, at church at King's, so um, a, real, a real winner. Here we go, let's read a few verses. The Lord is my shepherd. So this is David, King David, but who, who had started his life um, as a shepherd. So this is not him... Um, you know, unfamiliar with this term. This is a very precious, precious uh, descriptor that he is, um, by the Holy Spirit, feeling led to use to help us understand that the Christian is someone who is a sheep under the particular glorious care and leadership and nourishment of the Great Shepherd. So he says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. So he's saying the implications of this shepherding are so enormous um, that immediately um, the kind of universal human longing um, for more, for more of everything, for more friendship, for more finance, for more security, more significance. He, he says, actually... Do you know what? That that ache inside of all of us for kind of more, which drives us, doesn't it, in some ways, <laughs> as staggering as it sounds, is actually ultimately only satisfied through intimacy with a great shepherd, with a great king, with the Lord of the universe, with Jesus Christ. And he makes this bold this bold claim the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. I.e. he is such a staggering 
intimate leader of my life, that the more I get to know him, the more I don't actually need the things that I thought I needed. I mean, that's that's an enormous and glorious claim. But it's true, isn't it? For those of us who have been walking with the shepherd um, some time now, it is true to say when we look back, we say, Jesus, you have been so faithful um, that your simple presence and your provision of every good and perfect thing means I increasingly can join with David in saying, I just don't need the things that I thought I needed. And and actually, for any of you who struggle specifically with anxiety, which is something I certainly have to battle, often um, it has been said that anxiety is not only connected particularly with control, but that the reason that we often want to control things is because of a fear of lack. That if that thing doesn't happen in a certain way, we'll be lacking the admiration of others or... Um, the financial resources to be safe and significant or the friendship that we're longing for Uh, that beneath a lot of anxiety is a real fear of lack and so learning to speak to ourselves this truth Tom Tom the Lord is your shepherd you don't need to fear lack anymore Man, it really does go to work for those of us um, who struggle with anxiety. This truth of his sufficiency really is, you know, practically, experientially, profoundly powerful. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Again, for any of us with an anxious spirit, we often struggle with that. I struggle. Am I safe to lie down? Am I safe to rest? We live in a culture that can bring shame around rest you know one of the the most shameful things to ever say is that you know how's your day been like oh didn't really have anything to do (laughs) you know we'll go oh very busy very very busy this idea of of lying down um i love it you know uh you know um someone that you for me to admit i've had a nap i often have to be with someone i really try (laughs) trust because I don't want to get a shame bomb if they're like oh napping um I powered through you know that's not our God amen our God is he is joyful and kind he invented sleep um and he loves a people you know Israel were known as the only nation when they came out of slavery and God the one of the first things God sort of brought to them was this idea of Sabbath it was almost detoxing this workaholism because of them being slaves and it has been said that they were known as the stopping people, this radical, crazy nation, the only nation in the world that radically stopped every seven days. It was the marker of being um, part of Israel. And we get to be, as Christians, those who now have the true rest in Christ. We can, we can lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul why does he do it look at here he guides me in paths of righteousness i living in a right way not frantic not trying to make everything happen but learning to rest trusting the shepherd why did he do it for his name's sake i'll finish with this 
What he's saying is it's not just for our welfare, although it partly is because he loves us as sheep. It's also for his glory. A well-rested people, and when I say rested, I don't just mean you've had a good sleep. I mean that despite challenge and trial, there is this ever-growing sense of kind of contentedness in the shepherd, and that brings me a sense of rest, as well as actually rested and not being driven and perfectionist and, and, and workaholic. That kind of people who can be almost content and joyful with what the world might see is not that much because we see every good and perfect gift as coming from a father you know it's his delight and so we start to our whole life is marked by this wholeness this shalom even amidst difficulty you know that brings glory to him he he does all of this for his name's sake he wants a people he doesn't want a driven christian people who feel it all kind of you know hangs on us which is not true it is in the hands of our god and so we can ultimately sort of scandalously although we are busy we're busy in the kind of context of a kind of eternal growing rest um, if a child goes to school with, you know, uh, a mucky face and, and, and scruffy clothes and looks really disheveled, we automatically think, oh, you know, those parents aren't really looking after the child. And, and when we get like that and we think, yeah, we're stoically kind of keeping on going for God, actually, you know, his namesake, his, his reputation can be affected. And actually what we need to understand like David is that sometimes us just saying he he gives us permission to be human, to be limited. Um, we're not God. We can we can rest knowing that God is the Lord who carries it all. He holds it all together. And actually he gets glory when his children are not sort of exhausted and disheveled and metaphorically, you know, uh, not looking our best but when we learn to rest in him we actually give glory to him to the world so so let's pray shall we father we we thank you that you are a god who who loves to remind us that we are safe safe to slow down safe to rest we are significant enough as your sheep to to sit back and to trust that you will lead us and guide us and you will give us all that we need. We thank you, Lord God, that we are not in want, that we lack nothing. No good thing do you withhold. Bless you, Father, for your generosity and your competency. You are a great and wonderful shepherd. Amen. Well, love you guys. God bless you. See you tomorrow when we will look at the second half of Psalm 23 together. Have a wonderful day.